Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone and welcome to the latest edition of Nine Pitches as we hurtle down the road towards WrestleMania. The next stop, lads, is Elimination Chamber 2021. I am joined not only by Ross, I hope, how are you Ross, very quickly? I'm fine Jack, how are you? I'm not too bad but I'm extra delighted today because we're also joined by Andrew, making his pitches debut. Andrew, are you excited? I am very excited. I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous, but very excited. I mean, I say that all the time when I come on one of these. I'm nervous, but I am excited to be here with the boys today. I'm starting to doubt that you are actually nervous. He said this on the podcast last week, Ross. He was like, I've just been so nervous and then was fine. I mean, these are super serious videos where the sort of sanctity of what we say has to be treated with the utmost respect. So your nervousness, Andrew, is very much warranted. I hope you are nervous. I, I am. I am. I, I hope I can uh, keep up to the caliber that you guys always do in these videos. In the words of RuPaul, <clears throat> Andrew, don't F this up. RuPaul's such a dick. <laughs> from, from, what I've, from, from episodes that I've watched, right, he's just so horrible to the contestants like, all the time. Um, they're trying their best. Anyway, right, pitches, yeah. <laughs> I'd best get on with the format. Just before I do, I want to say that I reckon... Andrew's kind of broken the um, the typical cycle of wrestling YouTube. I've never seen a new presenter on an existing channel not get hate. Like, Andrew's had the least amount of negative comments I've seen from anyone ever, and I don't understand. I just don't understand. You obviously weren't watching King Ross's Ascent in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That is very true. I do apologise. Now, um, for the benefit of Andrew, and for anyone who's watching this for the first time, uh, the format is we all go around in a circle. We'll go uh, Ross, Andrew, and then myself. And basically, we all submit a pitch for Elimination Chamber 2021. But Andrew, you've got to remember to follow that golden rule. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we, we want, want to happen. To happen. Uh, he's joined his, in as well. He's done his I know it. I know it. <laughs> he's done his research. So, Ross, without any further ado, what is your first pitch? This is something I just basically want to speak into existence, lads. Roman Reigns defeats whoever wins the Elimination Chamber match, which hopefully won't be Kevin Owens, but just simply going off last week's SmackDown and the SmackDown before that, it's going to be Kevin Owens once again, isn't it? We have to see Kevin Owens lose to Roman Reigns once again. I don't know how many more times I can take it, lads. But after that match, he cuts a promo saying, lads and lasses and everyone else backstage, I've dominated this universe, Paul. I've had enough of this universe. Roman Reigns is saying he wants off this universe. It's time for something new. It's time to dominate the world. Roman Reigns says, I don't care what Vince McMahon says, the WWE Universe, it's inside this world. You're talking nonsense, Vince, with your crap 
marketing and branding. The universe is inside this world, and it's time for me to take over this world. Paul says, okay, Roman, we can do that together, like friends. I'll go backstage now and get my mystery velveteen sack. <laughs> Paul right. goes backstage and gets his sack. He comes back down to the ring. Roman grabs the sack, the velveteen sack, not Paul's sack, you dirty bastard. I'm trying to see you thinking. And he pulls out the big gold world heavyweight title. Roman says, Edge, I'm sick of you messing me around, you old prick. Because <laughs> you messing me around is disrespecting my family and all of my tables at home. So because I'm the head of the table, I'm making the decision for you. So come and get this, you little bitch. And he holds it above his head. It's the big gold world everywhere title. Because as some of us may know, Edge didn't lose that title after WrestleMania 27. Um, and in my mind, at least, and hopefully everyone else is here on the pitches video. And, and in the comments down below, the universal title is the spiritual successor to the world heavyweight title. Because the world heavyweight title isn't a thing anymore. Um, so basically, yeah, that, that is it. That, it Roman Reigns... Topples all once again at Elimination Chamber, but he forces the issue. He makes Edge challenge him because he brings back the title that Edge never lost and challenges him to a match at WrestleMania because, of course, WrestleMania Night 2 this year, it takes place on the 10th anniversary of Edge's, anniversary, uh, Edge's retirement speech. So Ooh. wouldn't it be lovely if Edge won on that night? Well, mm. that's, a, that's a beefy one to start off with. Mm. I'm going to... First of all... I love the idea of scrapping the Universal title, bringing back the World Heavyweight title, because it is just better. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say no, Ross, for, for one reason. <clears throat> just one reason. No, no, it's all right. Um, well, it's not all right. I'm still, I'm still saying no. Um, the, the reason is that I don't think it's cut and dry. I don't think that Kevin Owens is necessarily going to win the Elimination Chamber. And I've concocted, as we'll see very shortly, a little scenario that might play out a little bit more how I want it to. So for that reason only... I'm going to say no, but I'll give a yes to the element of bringing back the World Heavyweight Championship. I also would agree with Jack there because I don't think it's going to be Kevin Owens that's going to win. But, Ross, you just you, you stay Barely on your chair there. bollocks on the pitches here. You, st you stay on your chair there, but a big <laughs> fat yes to the World Heavyweight Championship coming back. Because like what Jack was saying as well, just it doesn't feel as legitimate um, the the Universal Championship as the World Heavyweight Championship, but he brings that big old belt out of his sack there, and I am all down for seeing that and seeing Edge win that back as well. I think that'd be a nice emotional touch to WrestleMania. I think that'd be perfect. So it, it does, Ross. Overall, get a big fat yes from me, but just the just the winner is. I don't think that's going to be the winner. The heart wants what the heart wants, lads. And if you want something else, I can accept that. Okay. We've. What we've done is that we've said the same thing, but I've given it a no and Andrew's given it a yes, which yeah. I think says a lot. This is a lot about our respective personalities. I was going to say, surely he can't come in on his first pitches video and the first pitch he listens to, he says no. Well, that, I didn't that say can't no. Happen. That can't happen. God damn it. He's taking Andrew. the role that Adam used to take back in the day, isn't he? Adam oh. used to be the guy saying, no, that's just a no. And then, but then when it was his go, he'd then... Oh no, that was more of a Sam thing, wasn't it? To like, you say no, and then he changes the whole thing. That was more. That wasn't Adam. That was more mm. Sam. Um, but yes, Andrew, what is your first ever pitch? No pressure. I feel like this is quite. I I, I really genuinely do want this to happen, and I feel like it's what quite a lot of people want to happen as well. So, without an opponent for the Elimination Chamber, and after getting herself prepared to defend the title after months of not really doing anything with it. Big old Asuka walks out 
to the ring with a microphone in her hand. So she's sick, she's sick of it. She's sick of it, guys. She's sick of playing second fiddle recently. She, she wants the belt to mean something again, right? She wants that belt to mean something. And she wants to prove she's still got what it takes to, de to defend that championship belt. And uh, she's ready to, to take on anybody. I'll have them all. I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you. She'll have anyone, right? She's, she'll have anyone. So she issues an open challenge. And then what? Why? Whose who's music's that? This is my brutality. Oh! It's Big Rhea. Big Rhea is here. Who's, she's stuck in purgatory at the moment, isn't she? She's not really on any sort of brand. She's like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? But she's here tonight. And she's ready to go after her impressive showing at the Royal Rumble. Um, and she's like, hey, if I'd have won the Rumble, which I nearly did, mind you, Asuka, I would have picked you. And, uh, and we go at it. We go into it. We get a Rhea versus Asuka women's title match on, uh, on Elimination Chamber. And they're having a good fight. Rhea looks impressive. Asuka looks impressive again because she's like... She's, she's not really been doing much of anything. She's been looking weak. Like, people have been making her look weak, and I don't think that's a good look for Asuka because she's not at all. She's amazing. Um, however, we get towards the end of the match, and then, woo! Who comes out? It's big old... Day, Ross, I see your mouth there. No, come on now. Big old Charlotte Flair comes out, right? And she's come to watch her friend. She's come to watch her friend, Asuka, um, and a tag partner, and also her former, uh, her former enemy in Rhea Ripley there. Um, and Rhea's like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? So that distracts Rhea long enough for Asuka to Wah! get in that Asuka lock and get the tap out victory. And I kind of want this to happen this way because I would like to see sort of, I'd like to see a triple threat match. At I know I'm going far now, guys. I'd like That's to fine. see a triple threat match at WrestleMania, right? <clears throat> uh, between Asuka, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. And maybe within all this, Charlotte turns heel again because she's like, Asuka, you didn't let me have that have that match at Elimination Chamber that Lacey Evans had to give up because of the pregnancy. And that turns Charlotte heel. And then we get the triple threat match at WrestleMania, right? And we finally get the WrestleMania moment we want in that Rhea Ripley pins Charlotte to win the belt. So Rhea looks amazing. And Asuka still looks strong as well. Um, because she didn't get pinned or submitted. And that's what I'd like to happen. First pitch, there you go, slamming it on the table. It's a yes from me, Andrew, because that's one of my pitches, basically. So oh. I've just given it a yes, because it's really <laughs> similar to one of mine. Um, so I'll, I'll just say yes, I'll leave it at that. I'll let Ross go now, because I need to sit quietly and think of a replacement pitch. <laughs> Congratulations. I'll, I'll, I'll waffle then. Uh, the, the, the great thing about the Lacey Evans pregnancy, apart from Lacey Evans obviously being pregnant, congratulations to her and her family at home, is the fact that the Raw Women's Championship now is interesting heading into WrestleMania because I was terrified it was just going to lead to Lacey versus Charlotte and then Charlotte getting one over those dastardly pair of Lacey Evans and her father, uh, Rick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's now interesting in seeing Rhea Ripley eventually get knocked down initially, you know, but then eventually come out on top. Getting the win she should have got last year is something I want to see. Is that enough waffling, Jack? I don't need to try and fill in some more No, time. no, you've done it. That's I good. Thought I, thought, I've thought of a diff I've thought, I've thought of a slightly different pitch. It's not going to be, it's going to be my second pitch anyway. I've still got a bit of time to refine it in my head. But yeah, Andrew's done it. He's first, yeah, first pitch, two yeses. It's yes. a huge day. Simple but <clears throat> effective. Like a, like a cup of tea. Oh, he knows it. He knows it. I don't know that. Is it a Yorkshire thing? Yeah, apparently. Ross, oh, right, yeah. Ross has just made it up. 
That's oh, a big right. one. Yeah. It's, it's tea in it, Yorkshire puddings. Yes. Stotty cakes. Or bread cake. <laughs> Clarence is dead. Clarence. Clarence is taking a tope suicida. <laughs> um, it's my go. Right. Um, my first pick, we're going to go back to the uh, the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match, the one that Roman Reigns is involved in or probably will be involved in after the match. So I think what, what should happen is that we get a, a basically a really good I want it to be a really good match and we get down Randy Orton oh no he's in the raw one uh, Kevin Owens does something really scary and dangerous but it knocks him out of the match we get down to the final two of Daniel Bryan and Cesaro and they go back and forth and back and forth and they're so exhausted and they're so evenly matched that eventually Bryan and Cesaro pin each other like both their shoulders are down and they both go on to face Roman Reigns immediately afterwards. They have they, they put up a brave fight against the big dog, the tribal chief, but obviously he's fresh. Uh, he wins, but then both men have done well enough that Adam Pearce puts them both in the match at WrestleMania. You might be asking, what about Edge? Wasn't he going to face Roman Reigns? I'll get to that. I'll get to that later on. But yeah, I reckon that's what we need. We need, um, we need, we need Daniel Bryan and Cesaro to both face Roman Reigns, he wins, but then we get a lovely triple threat at WrestleMania where, in my ideal world, Cesaro would become the champion. But that's my pitch there. It's a bit of a smarky dream. I dare you to say no. <laughs> Ross, you go first. No, you go first, Andrew. Oh, bless you. You're a good lad. Um, I'd say yes to that. I would definitely say yes to that. My... Um... My wanting would be for Cesaro to win, like you were saying. And I kind of would like just Cesaro to win on his own so he doesn't have to rely on anyone else and let okay. everyone see how good he really is. Um, but that scenario, I think it'd be I think it'd be fantastic because also I guess that kind of makes Roman seem like a bit more of a, a, a bad, strong boy, right? If it has to, because you've got Brian and Cesaro who are kind of like the friends... They were like lifting each other up after the matches and stuff. So for them two to have to go after Roman and like take him out and stuff, I think that adds a bit more oh, yeah. grizzliness, if that's a thing, to yeah. Roman Reigns. Um, but yeah, no, that gets a big fat. Do you know what up from image me. I've image I've got in my mind for that match? That's Cesaro mm. O'Brien triple threat with Roman. If it were to happen straight after the chamber, is you know when CM Punk cashed in on Jeff Hardy, but Jeff nearly pinned him, and Punk's face is like. He's trying not to lose it. He's like, oh, oh, that was a bit, but all right. I want Roman to be like that and then destroy them and mm. then go on and then go on to lose. But Ross, what do you reckon? It's a resounding yes for me. That that, that pitch just sounds a lot more appetizing to me than an Elimination Chamber match. It's spooked at the moment. So hopefully the Elimination Chamber match goes two minutes. That's including entrances. <laughs> and then that triple threat match lasts a whole hour. Mm. And then at, at WrestleMania, see Cesaro get the win over Brian. And obviously Roman's pissed off because he didn't lose the match. There's your summer program right there. Ooh. Oh, do it. A good one. Fair enough. Um, Ross, what's your second one? As I mentioned earlier, I'm terrified that Kevin Owens will once again lose to Roman Reigns. Um, so in the spirit of fearing the worst, and then those occasions where WWE, even though they know the reaction will be bad, I don't even think the reaction will be that bad. It's just me and my love for Kevin Owens this. They'll deliver the bad. So I'm proposing that Kevin Owens wins the Elimination Chamber and then goes on to face Roman Reigns and he loses once again. That's my pitch oh. right there. But, this, <laughs> but this, loss, this loss is one too many for Kevin Owens who heads backstage and sees... I didn't know what to write down here because obviously we all like our things, all like different things in terms of WWE, but I want to see the most wholesome 
thing backstage you can possibly imagine. Just all the lovely things that WWE do in one setting. And Kevin Owens sees this. It's something we can't even imagine how nice it is. And Kevin Owens just beats it up. And I just want to see this universally loved thing beat up so bad that everybody watching cries. No matter how hard they are. And to Undertaker sat at home with all of his guns and knives and drugs. He's in tears watching this, <laughs> this universally loved thing just getting beaten to a pulp by Kevin Owens, who has lost to on too many matches, and he's turned heel. Kevin Owens is back to being a heel, but it's like 2015 NXT Kevin Owens heel Ooh. with the most disturbing drug inside of him, just turned up to 11. He's got Calpol <laughs> pulsing through his veins. Because I'm sick of seeing Kevin Owens lose to Roman Reigns and then just come back because he's Mick Foley from 1999. I want to see someone else from Kevin Owens now. Um, and a heel turn for Kevin Owens, I think it's it's about time. How long has it been now? Has it been like a bit a couple of years at it's least? A, yeah, it's been a while yeah, now. It's been a while. Yeah, I think the last just... time last time he was a heel was when he was feuding with Brian and Shane, maybe? Yes. That, mm. that rings a bell. Round, round obviously, he, he is effective as the sort of the everyday man who's doing the wrestling at the top level. And he's he's obviously very likable, but Kevin Owens is a heel. It it it's it trumps Kevin Owens a babyface, in my opinion. But that then sets us off to WrestleMania. Where I just want to see Kevin Owens go at it with Big E. Because those mm. two men cutting promos against each other. Big E is the baby face, the, the locker room leader of SmackDown. Kevin Owens, as the dastardly heel we all know he can be. I think that's a big WrestleMania match with a, a couple of big men slapping all kinds of meat. So there's my pitch there. Kevin Owens turns heel. Nice. Um, Andrew, should I just jump in for this one? Or do you, want you can to... just jump in. Go on, Jack. Go on, get your send in. Get your send um, in. I'm going to. Again, this is similar to one of mine, but don't worry, it's not the same. Um, And I feel bad for saying no to your last one just because it clashed with my pitch. So what I will say instead is I'll... Because we've agreed that in this universe, we can say yes to two different contradictory pitches. That's allowed to happen. You can have more than one one want in this life. And and I heavily agree with your idea that Kevin Owens needs a bit of a reboot. Turning him heel would be the best thing. So I'm just going to give it a yes. I think it's a good idea. Andrew, what do you reckon? The big fat yes from me. I like I like the idea of Kevin Owens going heel again. Uh, him and Big E sounds like a phenomenal matchup. I'd definitely love to see that. Maybe even, we all know how good Kevin and Sammy are together as well. Maybe get Sammy Whoa. in the mix as well. Go on, let's get, some of, let's get some of that going again. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. There's a lad who follows me on Twitter called Ellis. He runs a, a YouTube channel called Away Days, which at the moment... He can't really go to away football games, but that's what he does. He goes to different football games. He started doing shirt collecting during the pandemic to just diversify his content a bit. Anyway, he's a bit of a wrestling fan. And uh, once a year, he'll DM me after the Royal Rumble. The day after the Royal Rumble, I know the DM's coming. And it's just, why didn't Sami Zayn win this one? He just always wants Sami Zayn to win the Royal Rumble. And Sami never does. So, I mean... I don't know what's the matter with him, but I would like to see Sami Zayn be relevant once again. Mm. I'm kind of sick of this whole conspiracy videography thing i don't know what that's all about as well that's a bit strange. i'm quite enjoying that because hopefully it'll build to an episode of smackdown where he just sits us down and airs his documentary and then we'll get oh, to see what he's been filming yeah <laughs> that would be one that would be brilliant i'd love it if that happened but i don't i don't quite think it's gonna it seems like vince uses Sami Zayn as the manifestation of like democrats and lefties and stuff and vince hates that so he makes sammy a whiny bag i don't know um but yeah two yeses there for you ross Congratulations. Andrew, what's your second pitch? 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, so I don't know if you guys will be into this or not, but and some of the segments on Raw have been hit and miss for me, but I want to see some spooky shenanigans in the, the Raw Men's Elimination Chamber match. So I mm. planned all this out, by the way. Mm. Got got notes here about this big old cinematic angle here. So let me talk you through it. Are you ready for this? So ready. Yeah. You sat comfortably? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. So obviously Orton is in the match. He's in a... He's in a pod, he comes out, it's all going fine. But then all of a sudden, what's going on? Like, the sc- our, our, our screens, it's flashing. There's like a weird, contorted, melted mask that keeps flashing on the screen. What's going on? Orton, he's like, he's shaking his head. He's like, what? What? Why am I just seeing this? Am I just seeing this? What's going on? Um, and he's like, he's looking all uneasy and anxious and stuff. And then every time we, like, cut from maybe on the screen one of like a melted mask or something we cut back and then something in the arena has changed either like the lighting maybe even we make it weird and like some of the wrestlers in the match have changed then he's like whoa what's going on what's going on he's he, he's struggling to perceive what's going on and then boom right i wrote that down boom mm-hmm. the lights go out it's just pitch black and then you get like a shot from the top of the chamber looking down and it's just like a spotlight and there's nobody else left in the ring but you've got Randy Orton there, and then we see a pentagram like we did on Monday Night Raw this past week. There's a pentagram, and then Alexa Bliss is sat in the middle of that in the ring, and uh, and it's it's all looking weird. Like Orton's all like, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on?" He's like frozen with fear and stuff, and then fog starts coming in. Some mist starts coming in through the chamber. It, oh, it's getting all spooky, and then Alexa Bliss says something that's probably not, you know. Definitely not cheesy. And she's like, ho, 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 tee, hee, hee. The past <laughs> Santa is... Claus. <laughs> yeah. The past, uh, the past always catches up with you, Mr. Orton. And he's like, what's going on? And then we pan up. And then we see all these all these pods that were empty before have got people from... And this is a part I was like, hmm, how do I, how do I book this bit, right? And I was like, do we have people from Raw Legends Night that, that Orton was like mean to and then nothing ever came from it? 
Um, or do we have like some sort of new fiend-like cult thing and he's gone and got Bo Dallas or Alistair Black or he's like gathered all these people. Anyway, anyway, I digress. These people come out, they start beating up on Orton and we get a shot where it's like Orton's face looking down at the mat. So like the camera's looking up at his face. He's getting beaten down by these people. He bursts out and then, oh, but who's there? It's the fiend. He's just looking straight at him. Ross is into this. I can tell by his face. <laughs> the fiend's just looking straight at him. They just like have a stare off for a bit and then, bah, straight in there, mandible claw. He's got him. He's got him down. All the lights and stuff are flashing, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, right, we cut back and it's, and it's just Randy Orton lying on the mat. And it's like the Elimination Chamber match has just carried on. Like, this has all just been a part of an elaborate thing in Randy Orton's head. He's just led on the mat. The match is still going on. People, like, start looking around. They see Randy Orton on the floor. They get down. One, two, three. He gets pinned. He is out of there. Oh, the spooky shenanigans. And that's, like, the return of The Fiend setting up for probably WrestleMania down the line. That is the spooky shenanigans that I'd quite like to see happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like it. It's a no from me, Andrew. I'm giving oh, you a no. What? Because I, we all know there's going to be something spooky to eliminate Orton from the Elimination Chamber, probably. Mm. And my only hope for that is that it interferes minimally with the overall match. And what you've suggested <laughs> actually actually takes over the match quite a lot. A little bit. Another thing as well, are we meant to feel sympathy for Randy Orton? That's not my problem with your pitch specifically, but just mm. this whole this whole feud. Is that Orton's a heel? Are we cheering the Fiend? Fiend's also a heel. Mm. Oh no, Fiend's a babyface. Fiend's a babyface, Fiend's Fiend's a babyface right. right, okay. I don't know if he oh. actually is, but in WWE's eyes, the Fiend's a babyface for sure. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm still going to give it a no. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I, feel like I've, I feel like I've stepped on a kitten. <laughs> Awful. Ross, what are you, you going to do? It's been a, re- a resounding no in my head. <laughs> as soon... As soon as I heard, as soon as I heard spooky shenanigans, and then oh. that was followed up by a Randy Orton match getting interfered by Alexa Bliss. Because how many times, Andrew, do we I'm need sorry. to see this happen? How many well, times, young man? Well, the, the thing is, right? Yeah, I, 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 I do get it. I do get it because it's happened so many times and it doesn't feel legitimate. But I think if you put some sort of actual cinematic thing in there, it makes it a, a little, a, a little tiny, a little tiny bit better. Maybe. I, I honestly feel I've watched at least 25 episodes of Raw <laughs> where the same thing has happened with Alexa Bliss. So no matter how many bells and whistles and spooky dead bodies you put on it, I'm not interested. It's a no from me. <laughs> what do we think is actually going to happen, just very briefly? Do we think the lights will go down, she'll be in the pod? He'll exactly get what Andrew said, ring. but without the people in the pods, I think. I think that's right. what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, oh, I'm well. sorry to disappoint. Oh, no, don't worry. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has a howler from time to time. <laughs> Ross, no, it's me. It's bloody me. You, sorry. Well, this is my replacement one because my initial pitch for this match was very similar to Andrew's pitch with Rhea Ripley. So instead, as we know, um, Lacey Evans is pregnant. She's not going to be challenging for the Raw Women's Title. And remember, this isn't grounded in reality. We don't need to abide by what's actually going on in the real world. I want Asuka's surprise mystery replacement opponent to be Kyrie Sane. Oh. And I want Kyrie Sane to beat Asuka and then she can finally get a pirate ship WrestleMania entrance. Because it's happening in that stadium, I believe. It's happening in that Tampa Bay 
Buccaneers Stadium. Um, maybe Tom Brady's with her because he's just won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who knows? But generally, I want her as a pirate in that arena, and I want her to defend the Raw Women's Championship against... Prob- it's probably going to be Charlotte. I'll have it be Charlotte if that's what people want, as long as Kyrie Sane wins. I miss Kyrie Sane. Don't really know what happened to her. She seemed to be getting injured by different members of the women's roster, left, right, and centre. I felt really sorry for her. And I think she deserves this. And I think that she was a bit of a wasted talent on the main roster, as many former NXT greats are. So that's my pitch there. I like it. I'm giving it a big. I'm giving it a big thumbs up. Oh, Is it pretty man. much all the things you just said? Like I, I miss her. It was weird how she, so how she sort of just left, and then people were just chucking her about and and injuring her and stuff. And what a feel good moment that would be. Her just coming out with the championship on that pirate ship with Paul Birchall. <laughs> yeah, with Paul Birchall. Yep, yeah. it'd be Swing amazing. Yeah, it'd be so good. I am. Yeah, no, that gets a big fat thumbs up from me. Thank I you. feel like Pooh. I just want Kyrie back. No, yeah, we're all just a, missing Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a, a resounding yes for me. It's it's down to two people, isn't it? Like well, technically one person now for a pirate ship shenanigans spot at WrestleMania. It's Kyrie saying Kevin Owens, isn't it? I can't think of anyone else who might do something. Yeah. So yeah, get mm. Kyrie back because that's who should be doing the pirate ships. The fiend, maybe the fiend, like a dark ghost pirate ship. Put some lift a hat on. <laughs> gets a hook he's been burnt so much that his hand melted and now he's got a hook uh, I think he could pull off what's he called in the second Pirates of the Caribbean it's Davy Jones I think he could pull mm-hmm. off Davy Jones get some tentacles going instead of the beard yeah yeah. tap into the strange anime market then though that's a bit oh, oh. yeah I don't want to be don't want to be yeah, skirting, oh. skirting that territory what's, what's, what's the strange about that is I that think the, Andrew's that the, referring to tentacle, tentacle porn, porn. Oh, <laughs> I've heard about this phenomenon have you yeah. seen it, Andrew, or you just heard about it? Uh, well, I, no, I've, I've, I've heard about it. Clarence might know a bit more, if you ask him kindly. And uh, check out our oh, sister oh. channel, Tentacle Jump, coming soon, where it specialises <laughs> all on the genre of tentacle porn. But thank you guys for those two. Wait, Ross, did you give it a yes as well? I did, yeah, fully yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, thanks. Um, now it's time for your third pitch. So at the time of us sitting down here to shoot this video, Seth Rollins is doing absolutely diddly squat at Elimination Chamber 2021. So basically, because nobody took him up in his offer to embrace the vision, <laughs> one of his new catchphrases these days. Basically, leader. Basically, I. He comes out. <laughs> Panama hat is playing over the Tron. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> he does that again. He comes out in the middle of the ring and because nobody is around the ring this time. He's just out there. He's going madder and madder and madder. He's like, who's? where is everybody? Why doesn't he want to embrace the vision? All of that malarkey. Eventually... Alistair Black slowly saunters out wearing those sleek leather, pleather, whatever material it was that he had on last week on Smart. A very svelte suit it was. Made a lot of squeaks. Rollins laughs. Him and Alistair Black, they head to the back. They're walking through the backstage area and they see... And now this is weird because I need to put a disclaimer. All of my pictures are something I discussed that came out of my mouth on Stephen Larson's Matt Chat which at the time of us sitting here hasn't been published, but um, I'm just going to use them here because I think they're all good ideas. And it's timely as well because Bo Dallas is in the news this week, isn't he? Andrew, mm-hmm. who edits the news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently he's been seen at SmackDown tapings. He's been, in the, he's been in the back somewhere around catering. He's just been there, but apparently morale has been good since they've seen our big old Bo Dallas there. So. <laughs> Obviously so, because Bo it. Dallas is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> 
Got a just ball imagine him walking backstage and just like a group of superstars going like, oh, <laughs> the saviors come back. <laughs> anyway, it's weird that that came in the news because I was on the Matt chat last Friday before that news was a thing. So me, me pitch here has got Bo Dallas in it, but it's got nothing to do with the news. Bo Dallas is in the corridor where Seth Rollins and Alistair Black are walking down. He's looking sad, but he's also looking lovable because we all know Bo Dallas can do that very, very well. Alistair Black does some naughty things to Bo Dallas and orders Bo Dallas to go with them, even though Bo Dallas doesn't want them, doesn't want to go with them, sorry. This, and of course, this is just down to my love of NXT Bo Dallas. I'm sure we all know how fantastic that was back in the day. And the fact that it hasn't been really utilized properly on the main roster. I know we had the Bo stuff back in 2015 but we need to give Bo a fair crack at the whip so this is the sort of the start of that the genesis of that and I want a trio to be formed of Seth Rollins and the Messiah Friday Night Friar whatever the, the gimmick is he has these days with the two angels the proverbial angels on his shoulder mm. the naughty angel the being Alistair Black who was just this dark and disturbing killer who brings out the worst in Seth Rollins and the nice angel being Bo Dallas. And I think that the camaraderie and the chemistry between those three is money. All of the money. All of that, their money. So that's basically my pitch there. Um, I was going to initially give this a no because I really feel always like Alistair Black was wasted as a singles. Like they never really gave him the singles push that he deserved. But I'm going to give it a yes uh, because of one thought I've just had which is that Seth Rollins was at his best for me in 2015 when the New Day were heels as well and they would annoy him backstage, Mm. trying to be his friend, and he'd be like, oh my God, go away. Shades of like Triple H brushing off Edge and Christian back in 2000. Um, So it's a yes from me, hoping we get more that side of Rollins and hopefully it would eventually lead further down the line to Alistair Black presumably betraying Seth and then ascending. So I'm going to give it a yes. Uh, Andrew, what do you reckon? Yeah, big yes. Anything to get Alistair Black and, and Bo Dallas as well back on screen. Because like you said, his NXT stuff is phenomenal. Obviously, Alistair Black's NXT stuff is phenomenal as well. And like, it it was all just cut short. He had a good feud with, uh, it was Buddy, was it Buddy Murphy? It was Buddy Murphy, right? Yep. Alistair Black, yeah, they yeah. had a phenomenal feud together. And like, it, it's just such a shame that that... that he's such a good character as well. He's such a good character. And if you get him in the mix with Seth Rollins, like... They do amazing things together. And like Jack was saying too, eventually down the road, go for like a, a, a feud there between the two. And I would I would be all down for that. So yeah, you get a, you get a third big fat thumbs up from me, Ross. I've just realised the potential issue with this is the fact that Rollins was part of trying to blind Alistair Black last year, I think, was he? Oh, so oh, he was. So, 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 he was. so <laughs> Alistair Black is desperate, right? I'm mm. looking at you, everybody watching this video. This pitch makes sense because Alistair Black is desperate to be on TV. Yeah, and I would also like to apologise to everybody who watches that Matt Chat episode when it, when it, whenever it gets published, because that's basically all I say on there, my free pitches today. <laughs> oh, good. Um, now, in fairness, we, we should give a huge shout-out. Me and Ross and Sam were fortunate enough to meet Stephen Larson in uh, Las Vegas, and they were just the best. They were lovely, lovely gents. Another but, spoiler from that, they were like, oh, Ross, where can we find you and stuff? I was like, you can find me on Cultaholic Wrestling, which is basically Stephen Larson, but worse. <laughs> I don't know if you, if, you, if you had that feeling when we're on that stage with them, but those two are just full-on like professional broadcasters, essentially, yeah. and where they're um and ah and being very much amateurs. Without, without trying to sound arrogant, I thought I'd really improved as a presenter since leaving What Culture in the past few years, and then we met Stephen Larson, and I thought, I'm not a proper presenter at all. This is a joke. They're real. That's real charisma from those two. Yeah. They could be on TV. Mm. Um, 
Uh, Andrew, is it time for your final pitch? I think it is. I think it is. Um, Again, you'll have to bear with me with this one because I, I, I built this one all around a pun I thought about in the shower, right? Good. Well, it's better but, than it's better than like fifty percent of the pitches on here anyway. So <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. right. So 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 I'll, I'll again we'll get into the setup. So Kofi's backstage. He's having a pre-chamber interview. He's being asked about oh, what another run with the WWE Championship would mean to him. And then obviously you get boom boom pow. Those chicks go jacking his style. It's only retribution <laughs> taking him out. Pow pow. I thought black eyed peas were coming. Yeah, <laughs> Fergie comes out. <laughs> no, but. Retribution come out, uh, beat on beat on Kofi, and obviously it's Ali there. He's come to claim what was rightfully his in 2019. He wants his spot in the elimination chamber. So he there he goes. That's what we think is gonna happen. So the match the match starts, people are coming out, Ali comes out, and then it's only big old daddy Addy Pierce. He's on the ramp, he comes out, wait a minute, Ali. Let me tell you something. Didn't I say on Raw? Didn't I say on Raw? It's only former WWE champions that are allowed in this match. And he's like, oh, there are rules and that. I I don't follow rules, pal. But Adam Pearce goes, well, since you were very unfair, you were very, very, you were very, very (laughs) naughty, I'm going to allow the Freebird rule. Under the Freebird rule, here is your new Elimination Chamber entrant. What is this? Whoa, he's got all, it's trombone time. Trombones are coming out. Using the free bird rule that we see the New Day use quite a bit. I know it's for the tag team titles, but bear with me. Bear with me. It's only Xavier Woods. He comes out. He smashes Ali in the face and he runs into the elimination chamber. And he is our new entrant. And basically, instead of Kofi Mania 2... And this is what the pun was based off, right? We're not getting Kofi Mania 2 at the moment. We're getting... It's Woodstock, everybody. (laughs) It's Woodstock. (laughs) And honestly, Xavier goes on a massive tear. I don't think he wins the match, but he goes on a massive tear. He just... He he looks amazing. He looks strong. He... um, Kind of just like mirroring what, mirroring what happened in 2019 with Kofi in the uh-huh. in the chamber. Because I think he's such a phenomenal wrestler. And I genuinely think it would be nice to see him have a little singles push as well. And see him get maybe the uh, United States Championship somewhere down the line. Um, but yeah, no, that was, I'd, just, I'd just really, really, really like to see that. And I think it would be a nice surprise, like a little swerve of what we think might be happening in this match. Of Kofi getting taken out and then Ali trying to get himself in there somehow. I I just quite I just quite like that. I think that would be nice to see. I was on board until Ooh. Ali got replaced by Xavier Woods because okay. I I would I'm going to give you a no unfortunately, but I was going to give it a yes mm. before because I really want to see that happen, and I think it actually might happen that Ali might attack Kofi beforehand and jump in the chamber. Mm. But sorry, sorry, Andrew. Oh no, that's me. that's fair enough. Sorry that enough. is fair enough. It was better than your last pitch, though. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Ross. You've literally stolen the words out of my mouth, Jack. I'm going to have all to right. agree with Jack. It's uh, I'm all I'm on the Ali train, me, woo woo, mm. and all that malarkey. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm more invested in Ali, and I want to see him do well more than I am with Xavier Woods. <laughs> that, that's what it comes down to, basically. So, <laughs> so take that one, Andrew, with your Woodstock puns. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, I, also it would be nice to see Ali get his uh, get his you know get get what what he should have had in 2019. That would be nice to see. But no, I there you go. That was just from a. Pun off the top of my head. 
Woodstock, baby. We're going there. We're yeah. probably not, but still. Thinking about Woods, Woodstock in the shower, eh? Hmm. Bit, <laughs> a bit, bit suspect, don't you think? I don't know, Ross. <laughs> I'll do my third, uh, third pitch now. <laughs> um, mine is... Well, I was a bit worried when you started talking about that because it was similar to my third one, but it, it veered off, so it's all right. Um, originally, mine was also going to be based on a pun. It, all I could think of, and it's not even a good pun, was Elimination Beyblade. Now, I've decided not to do that because it's crap, obviously. Um, Did you it see just... someone sent us that clip from the podcast like ages no? ago on Twitter? That, it was something I said about um, Ali calling the blade, like because boyfriend and girlfriend and that, would she call him Beyblade? Oh. That's oh. a good pun as well, just to throw that's that pun good. in the mix. Um, and it, sorry, I've just... Well, beyond beyond the name of it, I couldn't think of what it would actually be. So I could just see myself pitching to the pair of you, just Drew and Seamus and the lads all just let it rip and just like it would just be <laughs> awful. So instead, I've gone for also Kofi getting jumped before the match and replaced. During his entrance, I think he gets attacked. Now, this has to go on last for it to work. Earlier in the night, I mentioned in this pitches video that earlier in the night, Kevin Owens does something crazy and gets eliminated and hurt in the Elimination Chamber. Kevin Owens is a huge fan of Edge. He loves Edge. He's Canadian as well. He's taken inspiration from the ultimate opportunist. What he's done is he's attacked Kofi during his entrance, locked himself in the pod, and that's what happens. Now, I agree, because when Ross was talking earlier, I fully agree with it's time for a Kevin Owens heel turn, and I think this is the way to do it. Owens then enters the match, and I can't decide what I want to happen from here. I feel like... I feel like Drew deserves to defend the title at WrestleMania, but at the same time, I really like the idea of Owens versus Edge more than Edge versus Roman or Drew. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to say Owens wins the Elimination Chamber. Edge is mortified and so sad that he's in- inspired such villainy and he has to face him at WrestleMania and Kevin Owens wins and beats him. I know, that's my pick. I don't know what, the, the obvious downfall here is what becomes of Drew and Sheamus and that whole thing. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. If we take logic out of it though, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd, 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 you can give it a no if you want, Andrew. I don't want to give it a no because I, I think it's a but... good, I think it's a cool, a cool idea. Um, If we take logic out of it, but I'm no. I'm gonna say Jack. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm it's yes across the I'm board. I'm going for it. I'm what are you disappointed that he's done for? That's Where your is pitch. your backbone, Andrew? Get yeah. some integrity for I want you to. Sake. I want you to. I'm like Ric Flair, and you're all like Shawn Michaels, and I'm like, finish me off. <laughs> no. Go on. <laughs> no, but um, uh, no. I, he can't, I can't, he can't decide. He physically can't bring himself to say. I him. can't decide. I don't have a coin either. He's just he's just said there, Ross. It makes no sense, but it's a yes for me. I know it's it's conflicting messages, Andrew. It Come is on. now. I'm sorry. All right then. It's a right. big. I'm going to say no then. Where I'm you say go? No. Just <laughs> okay. because just because of the logic thing. However, I do like the idea of Edge and Kevin Owens. I think that's a good story, and I think maybe that's the, a better that, story. Oh, maybe that on, doesn't. Sorry. Maybe that doesn't need the belt. Maybe Owens doesn't yeah. need to win the match. Maybe I should have gone for that, but I haven't. Mm. So fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, um, Ross, oh sorry. Yeah, go on. No, Ross. I'm going to say no, Jack, because okay. I would rather see Edge versus Roman at WrestleMania all and right. then Beyblades inside the Elimination Chamber because, as we all know, <laughs> my brother had all of the, bla- the Beyblades. Easy for me to say. He had all of them. And he used to put his knuckles down. I put my knuckles down and fire them off and then would prove who's harder. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you could do oh. that, but the wrestlers imagine the bloodshed off the knuckles in that game. Um, so yeah, I'd rather see the Beyblades. <laughs> what a game! Oh, fantastic! Didn't did anyone used to do that at school with coins where you and your mates would like fire the coin across the, the table. table and uh, and the oh. metal rulers? You used oh. to do it with the metal rulers. Oh, I was hard, you mate. kinky bastard. I was Jesus. hard back in there. <laughs> um, right there we go then. Thanks very much, Ross, and Andrew as well, on his debut for uh, for this pitches video. And let us know, everybody, what your pitches are in the comments section down below. Thanks very much for watching. Uh, Ross, have you got anything to say? Any social media activity? Any plugs? Uh, no, it will just be the normal coverage from us in terms of Elimination Chamber. Live stream with Adam Pacitti will start when the pay-per-view starts because that's how live streams work. It's a live watch-along and it happens at the same time as the pay-per-view does. It's on the YouTube channel. You know how it works by now. I'll be doing WTF on Monday. Tom will be doing graded and Jack will be doing what? I don't know what the plans are. <laughs> That's what the plans are, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. We'll find yeah, we'll out. Yeah, we'll find out, yeah. We'll do some videos on Elim- Elimination Chamber. That's what I'm basically saying. And Andrew, uh, have you got anything you want to mention? Uh, f- no, not really. Thank you for having me. Twitch.tv right. forward slash Cultaholic on a Monday. On Monday, fun day, we just build Lego and play games and stuff. But no, thank you very, very much for having me on this. It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. Cheers, Andrew. Uh, and thanks, everybody, once again for watching. Stay safe out there. Stay positive, And we'll see you very soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.